0: A recent study by the McKinsey Health Institute found that Gen Zers who spent more time on social media felt they had poorer mental health. Specifically, a higher portion of female Gen Zers cited low self-confidence and distorted body image.
1: I think when it comes to social media, it goes either way. You know, it either has a horrible impact on your mental health or it really helps your mental health.
0: Alyssa Yasky is a master's student in psychology at Gwinnett Mercy University. As a general Zer herself, she says sometimes people just need a space to let their feelings out, even if nobody is listening.
1: I think that is one thing that Gen Z has gotten good at, is hiding behind their phones. And that's something that also needs to be worked on, is going out and actually reaching out to the close ones for
0: help. I'm Matt Leon, and today on KYW News Radio In-Depth, we talk about why Gen Z is so open to talking about their mental health and what role social media plays in that mental health. So to start, tell us a little bit about your background, a little bit about the the things you've been working on uh, leading up to graduating from Gwinn Mercy.
1: During Gwinnett, I'm a psychology major, and I minored in a counseling at minored in counseling and communications I did a lot of work with like teenagers who age out of foster care and I've always just loved like psychology and the idea of like, helping people after graduating I plan on getting my master's in counseling at Quinted yeah that's where I'm at right now
0: is there something that led to this that uh, the the one the one to when it comes to helping people
1: I had a pretty traumatic childhood I went through a lot as a kid and I was in and out of hospitals, and I did a lot of therapy myself, and I feel like there is that really big stigma around mental health, and I've had friends who've committed suicide. I've had friends who felt like they couldn't get help, you know, so I've always been that person for them to go to somebody when they need someone to talk to, and I've just always loved that. I've always loved being that person people can go to and feel comfortable with, so it kind of just became who I am, and psychology, I fell
0: in love with it. So as someone kind of growing up in this generation, overall, why do you think, you know, kind of the the generation coming of age now is so much more comfortable than I think anybody else of being open about what they're going through, being open about their feelings? What do you – is there – I'm sure it's not one thing, but why do you think – we see this this really kind of seismic change when it comes to the discussion around mental health.
1: I feel like Gen Z has gone through a lot in itself with, like, the pandemic and then, the like, school shootings have just been such a huge thing that's increased. And I think that overall Gen Z has always been super comfortable with expressing who they are, you know, like, with being trans or being... By or gay i feel like in general gen z is super open to being a comfortable society and when it comes to mental health i think because all of that has become so open the mental health part has to come up too because you can't you know deal with all of these things and not be open to your mental health because of course that's going to take a downfall and having so many changes in society your mental health has to be good with it as well to deal with everything that we go through
0: Do you notice this openness having an effect on older generations? And I don't just mean like family stuff like that, but people have, you noticed kind of a a softening when it came to maybe there was wanting to keep this kind of discussion in arm's length away that some barriers have been broken down and and progress has been made with people who kind of grew up in a much different world when it comes to how this was treated and and talked about.
1: I feel like, There's a little bit of an opening. You know, I I still notice in older generations where they have that hesitation to get help or where they think, oh, therapy is not necessary. So I feel like there is a small opening, you know, but I think it's something that will happen over time once they see that getting help is okay and that it's necessary for
0: everyone. What role do you think social media plays in this openness how much does kind of having that instant access to be able to express yourself to an audience do you think helps lead to openness in those types of conversations
1: right I think that's a great question I think when it comes to social media it goes either way you know it either has a horrible impact on your mental health or it really helps your mental health I think on the positive aspect of it having those connections and now you're not alone you know when people post about something And then a bunch of other people post that they're going through the same thing. I think having that connectedness really helps. But then again, also like seeing people go through something and you don't understand, maybe that could also have a disconnect. But I do think social media definitely does help in
0: helping people not feel so alone. I feel like there could be a dichotomy here where, as you just said, like you can put stuff out there and you learn you're not the only person. But... A lot of social media is something you're doing by yourself, you know, and you can spend hours just scrolling through your phone. So some of the progress is being able to connect and see you're not alone, but also there's work to be done kind of in real life when it comes to, you know, maybe taking the next step and stuff like that. If I'm kind of making sense here, because social media is kind of an individual thing, but it is helping you kind of see a different world.
1: Yeah, even if you have, like, a completely, like, private account, like, no one knows who you are, but you're scrolling through and you see, like, this person's going through the same thing that I'm going through, and this is how they're getting over that, this is something I could try, or maybe I could tweak that a little bit. And I think, in a way, that's how social media helps, although it's something you're doing alone, is giving you ideas of how to help yourself. Like, I know when I go through a mental health crisis... And if I'm scrolling online and I see like this person is kind of going through the same thing as I am, I'm looking at the comments and I'm seeing these people be so supportive to each other or talking about this is what I did to help myself, then it gives me ideas of maybe this is something I could try.
0: What are your concerns with people being this open and that small minority that didn't grow up this way, maybe doesn't understand this and the inevitable blowback that we're kind of going through right now? What is your level of concern of, of people being able to navigate that?
1: I think there's always going to be that stigma around mental health and how it's not a good thing, you know? But I think Gen Z specifically is so loud and such a strong generation that I don't think there's going to be much of a concern that that might happen. I feel like they're constantly pushing limits and trying to show who they are that that concern won't be as strong
0: We need to take a break. We will have more with Alyssa Yasky right after this. This is KYW News Radio in depth. And we are back on KYW News Radio in depth discussing Gen Z mental health with Alyssa Yasky. Given what you've wanted to do, what you have gone through, how has kind of studying this kind of helped develop your toolkit? Does maybe think, do things make more sense as to the why than they did before? like before you started college?
1: Yeah, I've definitely learned a lot. I wanted just on how to talk to people, how to be there for people. Uh, One of the biggest things I learned is when you're talking to somebody who's going through something is to let them lead you, you know, don't give advice, just listen. That's just what people want out of anything is just someone to listen to them. You know, we don't always want to hear other people's advice or opinions. We just need someone who's going to listen to them. I think that's the biggest I took away from a lot of my classes and I think if we just continue with that where we just lend that ear to people you know even if you have no background in psychology or any kind of counseling just if you see someone who's struggling just listen.
0: Going back to the social media aspect one of the things that I have concern with is a lot of times people will put stuff on social media and you will get a flood of support but that support is I guess like kind of a mile wide but an inch deep like it's uh somebody putting a comment but then maybe when you really need something they're they're not there
1: yeah i I definitely agree that that is something that could be worked on because again I've been there where you know I've posted something and it wasn't really for like all these people to hear it was more or less like those one or two people that are close to kind of reach out for me to do. And hopefully if you do post something about that, those one or two close people that you have will reach out and talk to you, lend an ear. Cause sometimes it's hard just to actually text them or call them and be like, Hey, like I need someone to talk to. Sometimes people will post something and it's like, somebody will see this and hopefully reach out. But again, there is that always like that, concern that somebody might not reach out. You know, you're just posting something out there people are just commenting, but it means absolutely nothing. And I think that is one thing that Gen Z has gotten good at is hiding behind their phones. And that's something that all to we worked on is going out and actually reaching out to close ones for help.
0: I asked you earlier about, you know, making progress with kind of older generations. In your experience, be it kind of in the classroom or, you know, in your life experiences, is most of the struggle with, older generations when it comes to talking mental health, is it a not want to, or is it just an uncomfortable, they don't know how to do it. They don't know the toolkit because when they were growing up, it just wasn't talked about.
1: I feel like it's more of an uncomfortableness. I don't think it's, I don't know how to, because there's so many resources everywhere. You know, Even if you don't go to a therapist, just go to someone close to you. So I feel like it is that uncomfortableness, that vulnerability and having that weakness come out.
0: The openness is important, but do you think there is a limit when it comes to being open about your mental health? Should there be a balance? Like, Because I know some people that put everything out there, and while you applaud being open to that, I think a lot of times if somebody's constantly posting stuff, and I don't mean stuff in crisis. I'm not trying to, but just it starts to become hard to focus on what's really important Um, And I think that's another trap that social media, like we don't need every thought coming out because then the ones that are really important just get like a river running past. It's just constant kind of white noise. Is that a, a balancing act, you think?
1: I don't know. That's hard to answer because for some people, that's how they get it out, you know, whether they get a response or not. Them just unloading everything on social media or just on somebody is how they just let that out, whether somebody responds or not. But for other people, you know, they might not reach out at all. And I think there is a limit to how much you know share. You don't share, especially on social media. But I feel like that limit just comes from your own comfort levels. Like if there's somebody who went through something traumatic and they want to post on social media, maybe that's the only way they feel comfortable letting it out. Maybe it's not talking to somebody. It really depends on one's
0: own comfortability. What are some things you would like to see? As far as more, I don't even say useful, more accessible tools for people. What are some things we can be doing better?
1: I feel like we've definitely moved forward, you know, especially with like the online platforms where you can get help virtually. I just, I just think that stigma just needs to go away. That you know, if you have a mental illness, that there's something wrong with you because there's not. You know, it's okay to get help. I've definitely seen like an increase in men who are going out and getting help which is great because a lot of men you know they think that's weakness if you do that so I think that's something that could be worked on more is especially reaching out to men and letting them know that it's okay to get help and that it's not a sign of weakness I feel like it's a sign of strength if you do and then just providing especially in schools I think you know when I was in high school I don't think we had the best like mental health resources like yeah we had counseling and stuff but you know when i have utilized that I just I don't feel like I got the most out of it. So I feel like schools need to have a better system in place, especially reaching out to their students and teachers and letting them know, like, this is okay. Like, we're here for you. And it's not just about the academics. Like, we can talk to you about anything. Because that's where it starts, you know, when you're in school, when you go to the campsite, it's like, oh, well, how's your, like, grades? Like, no, like, how's your mental health? How are things at home? I think that's something that needs to be built at an early
0: age. One of the concerns I kind of have from a big picture is the – Number of people that are trained to be counselors, you know, I've done podcasts with them and their schedules are full and as much as they want to take new people. And it seems like we're kind of in this moment where we're making these breakthroughs where people realize it's okay to go to therapy, but there's literally not people available. And it's going to take a while for those scales to balance. So I guess there's going to be a lot of pressure on Gen Z to kind of self-police this in the meantime, just because of the the lack of resources and not for anybody's reason, but just kind of this, we're seeing this rush on one side, but it's going to take a while for the, the ability to catch up No.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think because there is increase and people who are getting help, it is a lot harder for, you know therapists to make time for new clients but again i feel like there are a lot more resources available just like the telehealth you know the whole virtual therapists and stuff but i think that is something that needs to be worked on i think that's just a matter of more people taking on the field and going into that job like area
0: that's it for this episode of kyw news radio in depth You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.